Philippe are coming to you from the Hill, the Edwin Elder Library. Today is June the 13th, 2022. Now, I don't know when you'll be listening to this. Probably won't be today, or could be. <laughs> it could be much in the future. We don't know these things, but we do know one thing, that Jesus is the same yesterday and today and forever. The Hill is the Edwin Elder Library in honor of God's mighty servant, Edwina Elder. She was my pastor and Hutchison, Kansas mother. She was a missionary to Africa and Pakistan for the United Pentecostal Church International and uh, a very good friend of mine. And so um, when my husband and I were youth leaders there in Hutchison, Kansas, we had a desire, my husband had a desire, to start a library for the young people. Uh, and so I took my daughters around and made I made lollipops and uh, we also ordered some candy bars and took them around and sold the candy and raised some money and went and bought some books from Hazelwood, Missouri, the Pentecostal Publishing House for the United Pentecostal Church at the headquarters there. They had a bookstore. We used that money for that and we was going to put it in the church in the foyer, but really we didn't. It wasn't much of a foyer. You walked in, there was a door to the men's bathroom, there was um, a drinking fountain, and then the doors into the sanctuary. There really was not. It, it had been really packed if we put a bookshelf there. And people wouldn't even be able to stand and look in the bookshelf and shelf, uh, or walk past. So we, did, we didn't think everything through about that. But anyway, um, we bought the books. And when we moved here to Tennessee, they came with us. So now is my opportunity to share these books with, the, with whoever wants to listen. And we're doing this book Holding On to Your Faith Even When God Doesn't Make Sense by Dr. James Dobson. We're on page 40. So tell me, where did we get the notion that the Christian life is a piece of cake? Where is the evidence for the name-it-claim-it theology that promises God will skip along in front of us with his great cosmic broom, sweeping aside each trial and every trouble and uncertainty? To the contrary, Jesus told his disciples that they should anticipate suffering. He said, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world, John 16, 33. Paul wrote, In all of our troubles my joy knows no bounds. For when we come into Macedonia, the body of ours had no rest, but we were harassed at every turn. Conflicts on the outside, fears within, 2 Corinthians 7, 4 and 5. Peter left no doubt about difficulties in his Christian life. When he wrote, Dear friends, do not be surprised at the painful trial you are suffering, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice that you participate in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. 1 Peter 4, 12-13 Note in each of these references the coexistence of both joy and pain. This is the consistent, unequivocal, expectation that we have been given by the biblical writers and yet we seem determined to rewrite the text that makes us sitting ducks for satanic mischief my concern is that many believers apparently feel god owes them smooth sailing or at least a full explanation and perhaps an apology for the hardships they encounter we must never forget that he after all is god he is majestic and holy and sovereign he is accountable to no one he is not an errand boy who chases the assignments we dope out. He is not a genie who pops out of the bottle to satisfy our whims. He is not our servant. We are his. And our reason for existence is to glorify and honor him. Even so, sometimes he performs mighty miracles on our behalf. 
Sometimes he chooses to explain his action in our lives. Sometimes his presence is as real as if we had encountered him face to face. But at other times, when nothing makes sense, when what we're going through is not fair, when we feel all alone in God's waiting room, he simply says, Trust me. Does this mean that we are destined to be depressed and victimized by the circumstances of our life? Certainly not. Paul said we are more than conquerors. He wrote in Philippians 4, 4 and 7, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything. By prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. This is, be careful for nothing. Don't, don't worry about things. You don't have to, you don't have to be extra careful in trying to prepare this and that. No, God's got it all in control. Don't worry about it. And today on my Monday Melodies with Lisa, I sing this song. Um, Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and lean not to thine own understanding. But in all thy ways, acknowledge God, and he shall direct your paths. Clearly, what we have in Scripture is a paradox. On the one hand, we are told to expect suffering and hardship that could even cost us our lives. On the other hand, we are encouraged to be joyful, thankful, and of good cheer. How do those contradictory ideas, how do those contradictory ideas link together? How can we be triumphant and under intense pressure at the same time? How can we be secure when we are surrounded by insecurity? That is a mystery which, according to Paul, transcends all understanding. In the next chapter, we'll discuss the principles that lead to this uncanny peace of mind in the midst of the storm. It is available in your life, too. So that concludes chapter 2. But that's true. That is so true. You know, um, my daughter, Marisa, and her three kids, um, my grandchildren, my oldest grandchildren, they surprised me yesterday. They stopped in, and they're here. They're here until Thursday. Uh, there's, um, they spent the night over at my daughter Melanie's house. But um, it's just like, I like, so all three of my daughters are here in town, and all six of my grandchildren. And it says, I'm like, Mark, my husband. It's like, oh, honey, where should you go here? But, you know, one of these days in heaven, we will all be together again for eternity. His mom came in here yesterday as well. She stopped in. And uh, I showed her this blanket that I got made from um, collage.com. You can get like a whole bunch of pictures, but I just wanted one. I wanted one large one that shows him wearing his cowboy hat and his cowboy boots. And it's not life size. I, I just got crib size. I like what would be a, a baby blanket. And But it's still, <laughs> it's still pretty big. I mean, it's just a picture of him. And, um, when I looked at it, it just, it just, you know, it just, that's, that picture captured who he was, what he was. He was so proud of his new hat and cowboy boots that I got him just last year, a year ago, on our way to the family reunion. We went to Books, uh, Boot City. Boot City does that, right? And anyway, um, so anyway, life is bittersweet. We have the good times and the bad times, but I'm so glad we live in a day where we have technology. I'm so glad that we have where we can have photographs made, memories that we can keep current, because um, I'm, I'm just I'm just glad that we have these things, because it does help me, it helps me to keep going, it helps me in so many ways, because I know that we cannot hang on to everything, life, we have to let things go, 
And that includes our loved ones many times. We have to let go and let God. God did his perfect work in their life. And he's doing his perfect work in our lives. And when life life doesn't make sense, when God doesn't make sense, we've got to trust. It is so sweet to trust in Jesus. Just to take him at his word. Just to know. Just to know. I can't remember the next words. Just to know. I guess that's all I need to say right there. Just to know. God is faithful. Just to know he's got it in control. Just to know. I'm serious. I know this song, but I can't think past that part. I guess that's what I'm supposed to say. Just to know. Know. Know that God has it. God knows. God knows what you need. And we've got to know that. That he knows what's best for us. Well, God bless you. Have a wonderful day. This is Sister Lisa coming to you from the ill on Anchor. Tell your friends. Get as many people that you want to. uh, Sharing with God Doesn't Make Sense by Dr. James Dawson. Bye-bye.